This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. For those of you that have been following us throughout the course of this season, as you know, we have been working through the McGuire Ivy Selking model of mental toughness. So this is a model of mental toughness that I put together with my colleagues, uh, Dr. Rick McGuire and Dr. Pat Ivy, when we were all at the University of Missouri together to really help people understand not only some of scientific components that go into mental performance excellence and sport performance, not even just sport performance, but performance excellence in general, Um, but also a a practical understanding and ways to apply and comprehend and integrate the sort of scientific knowledge into what we all know as, as competitors, as coaches, as athletes, as leaders, et cetera. And so Again, this model uh, we've been working through, looking at the different tiers where we really started out with motivation, understanding the longest lasting, most sustaining types of motivation. We moved into preparation and then we talked about focus. And now we're on the tier of emotional stability where we really understand that there's four markers to emotional stability that consist of emotional flexibility, emotional responsiveness, emotional strength, and emotional resiliency. And so we've worked through flexibility and responsiveness already. And today in episode 19, we're going to dive into emotional strength. So again, in each one of these episodes, we really break down what does that what does that mental toughness marker mean? Uh, how would we go about building it in ourselves, our teams, our organizations? How would we go about destroying it? Then we wrap up with some mindset training for the day because this is all about building championship mindsets, right? And and then we have our outro. So let's dive in. Really looking at, again, the mental toughness marker, a marker as an indication that if this thing is there, that should be an indicator that, hey, this person is mentally tough. And so if a person has the marker of emotional strength, that's a good indicator that he or she is mentally tough, right? And has that, that overarching theme of emotional stability. And so emotional strength is really the ability to exert great force and resist great force, even under pressure, right? It's this ability to maintain a fighting spirit despite impossible odds. And I think if we look back over the course of history, right, we've got great examples, guys like uh, Viktor Frankl, right? And surviving, he he wrote a great book, The Man's Search for Meaning, and, and just really tapping into the power of the human spirit and that emotional strength that he demonstrated during the Holocaust. And we look at guys like Nelson Mandela, right? And how his um, just leadership and presence and determination and fighting impossible odds of being imprisoned in South Africa and then becoming president of South Africa and leading that entire nation to, to unity and to healing. And I know there's still challenges you know, that exist, but the work that he did and, and really predicated on his emotional strength. And then we can look at some more frequent and perhaps less serious um, looks at emotional strength. And I always think of in this scenario, Tom Brady and the New England 
England Patriots um, in the Super Bowl when they played the Falcons, right? They were down 28 to three going into the second half. And despite impossible odds, Tom Brady led his team back to a 34-28 overtime win versus the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And it was just really fascinating to watch that team never flinch. And again, I'm the mental performance coach for Notre Dame football. And so our guys this year had emotional stability. I mean, when we were going in down to USC at halftime or in Michigan, or when we were struggling against Ball State earlier in the year and down against Pittsburgh, I mean, they never flinched. Right, and it was despite impossible odds in some of those scenarios, we kept fighting, and and they maintained that fighting spirit despite the impossible odds of going twelve and zero on a season. I mean, that's hard to do. People, as as easy as you might think it is, um, being undefeated in college football these days is really really tough. And so I just loved seeing the emotional stability and the emotional strength of this group of young men um, that I got to come alongside with this year in our journey through the college football season. And I think if you all ask yourselves, I mean, you know people in your lives that have faced impossible odds and yet maintained this fighting spirit and kept persevering. And through that perseverance, inspired others to do the same. And that's really this human phenomenon, right? Called the social contagion, where when we experience someone or something, um, going through something a certain way, that it's contagious, right? And listen, Greatness and mediocrity are contagious. And so we want to be mindful of the model that we're setting to people around us because are we modeling emotional strength and being, is that being contagious in your team or your organization or is emotional weakness? where again, the contrary to emotional strength would be emotional weakness, where you you stop fighting when things get hard. When you have impossible odds, we quit right? That's the opposite. And so what are you living and modeling and demanding in your family, in your team, in your organization? I read an awesome article one time when I was younger, right? Reading these articles about, oh, things to look for in your soulmate. And it's, it's like, usually people think about, oh, they're happy. They're great lovers. They're all of these, you know, positive things. Um, but, but this said, you know, the thing that you should most look for is someone's ability to suffer well. And I think that what they're talking about is emotional strength. When things get hard, when the impossibilities and the stakes are high, how do those people respond? Do they maintain a fighting spirit? And I think that's something that we can all check ourselves on is do we maintain a fighting spirit against impossible odds? And if you don't, or you're surrounded by people that don't, I would encourage you to, to do a little check. Am I around the right people? Are they fueling me to be a better version of myself on a day-to-day basis? And if not, start having some difficult conversations about your ability to, like we talked about earlier, engage and connect under pressure. That's emotional responsiveness. Or, or are they flexible when, when things get hard or go up and down? How do they navigate? Do they break or do they bend? And, and these are the things that are really critical, I believe, to long-term individual success, sustained success over time, demands emotional stability, right? It demands emotional flexibility, responsiveness, strength, resiliency, because if you've done anything in life yet, right, you know it's hard. It's hard. And emotional stability is a key component of this. So do a little inventory for yourself and for those people that you surround yourself with and just ask, how do they deal when things get really hard or the impossibilities are high? When I was training, um, 
in high school for soccer, my goal is to play Division One college soccer, right? And I toured all these different colleges across the country, and I loved every one of them. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a bulldog. No, wait, I'm going to be a Nittany Lion. Oh my God, I'm going to be a Buckeye, right? Like, I loved everywhere. And if you're a, if you're adamant about your college team, you're probably like, oh my God, how could you possibly be all of those things? I don't know. I mean, I love life. I love experiences. I could see myself pretty much anywhere. And then I set foot on campus at the University of Notre Dame. And there was no hype. There was no, oh my God, right? There was just a, this is where I'm going to go to college. I just looked at my mom and I told her, this is it. There was just a peace and a presence on this campus that I felt like I was home. Um, And so I was jacked and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Notre Dame. And then I got home from the visit and I Googled Notre Dame and really started looking at the standards. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's impossible to get into Notre Dame. These people are really, really smart. I mean, I was valedictorian, uh, but I went to a small school, 150 people. You know, I wasn't Catholic. I was raised in a small town in Pennsylvania, not sort of the powerhouse schools, apparently, that I read about get into Notre Dame. My SAT scores were good, but not like that good. And so I realized like, wow, this is going to be impossible. Um, and then I, this is when I ran across a quote from Muhammad Ali, and I actually got a wristband that said, impossible is nothing. And it was sort of the abbreviated version of the Ali quote that reads, impossible is just a big word thrown around by small people who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration, it's a dare. Impossible is potential, impossible is temporary, impossible is nothing. And so I got that wristband and I trained to Here Come the Irish every day by myself on top of my team training that I did. And I just said, you know, if I'm meant to go to Notre Dame, if this is what God's got from plans and purposes for my life, then impossible is nothing. And all things are possible through him. And I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna train. I'm gonna be disciplined. I'm gonna be aggressive in my approach to this. And if it's meant to be, it will, because impossible is nothing. And so I wound up going to Notre Dame, I have believed by the grace of God, and I committed to the Naval Academy actually uh, fall of my senior year before I got my Notre Dame acceptance letter. And then I got my acceptance letter, and then I was torn because I committed to the Navy. And then three months before the deadline that I had to make a choice, I tore my first ACL. And I falling to the ground, I just realized, well, I guess I'm going to Notre Dame. And so um, it was a critical life moment for me, and I'm so thankful for to have wound up at Notre Dame and and really believing that impossible is nothing if we're continuing to work hard and pursue where we feel like we've been gifted and called to to bring ourselves to serve the world, right? And so that's that emotional strength that we're talking about. You know, they told me I was I was too little. Um, I was from a small town. I wasn't all the reasons why I would never go to Notre Dame, right? And the emotional strength that it took to say, no, well, if I'm supposed to, I'm going to. And so I'm going to work as if I'm going to. And lo and behold, I had the opportunity to do so. And I feel great, so grateful for the opportunity to be part of the Notre Dame family. But it's I'm even more grateful, I think, because my journey wasn't easy. And for those of you that have really struggled in life but kept working hard, hard and stayed disciplined and and didn't listen to the noise. I mean, you know the deep sense of gratification uh, and gratitude that comes from perseverance over time, right? That grit, that emotional strength that we're talking about. So how would we go about building this in ourselves or our team, right? We always look at these construction models. How would we build it? How would we destroy it? So if you want to build emotional strength in yourself or your team, encourage yourself to go for it and to stress that, listen, the worst that can happen is you fail. But you got to understand that F-A-I-L simply means for first attempt in learning, 
right? Like detach yourself from that outcome, dive into the process and go all in. I love, so I told you I was valedictorian, which means I got to give a speech at my uh, high school graduation, which, you know, I like to talk, so it was good, right? Uh, but I started, I started my speech, I still remember this because it, it was a really cool quote that stuck with me ever since I found Winston Churchill, never give in, never, 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 never in anything great or small, large or petty, except to convictions of honor and good sense. And, and that, that's that emotional strength, right? Never given in except to convictions of honor and good sense. And I think that, that that fighting spirit, right? Maintaining that fighting spirit despite odds or adversity. And then I wrapped it up with a Mother Teresa quote, right? Do it anyway. Where If you've never read that poem, please do. It's powerful. I won't read it. It's long. Um, but, but at the end it says, you know, do all of these things despite what other people say or do because in the end, right? It wasn't between you and them anyway. It was between you and God. And so, you know, coupling Winston Churchill with Mother Teresa, right? These two great figures in our world history um, that I think both demonstrated differently, but equally this emotional strength and perseverance as, as humans and as fighting spirit. But listen, if you want to destroy emotional strength in yourself or your team, go ahead and beat yourself up when, when you give all you can um, and you chase a big dream or a big goal and it doesn't work out, like that's a sure way to to destroy emotional strength is when somebody is courageous enough to go all in, to dream big, to work hard, to put it all on the line and it doesn't work, beat them up. Beat them up when they do that because that just says, hey, the process isn't work, that it's only the outcome. And you should be embarrassed, ashamed, dissatisfied with the outcome. Uh, And and so therefore people aren't going to risk. They're not going to give. They're not going to thrive. And that's something, you know, that we've been really adamant about at Notre Dame football of encouraging our guys, put everything on the line. If you give everything you have and that's not enough today, guess what? It wasn't enough. But we are proud of you for being courageous enough to put everything you have on the line, to put your eye, to bear your souls in front of hundreds of thousands of people that are watching you. If you give everything you have and you lose, we love you. We love you and we praise you because of that. Now, If you go out there and you don't prepare the right way and you don't train the right way and you don't have the right mindset and you get, you get cocky instead of just confident and then you go out and fail. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to light you up. We're going to be on your tail because that's not, that's not a standard of excellence that we're talking about, but there's a difference there. And and I hope you can understand that and really be mindful um, as you go about your own reflection analysis and drive for your own life, but particularly in the lives of those, uh, those others ones that you lead and influence either in your family, in your community, in your business, or in your team. All right, championship mindset training for this week is going to be to start each day with a quote or a scripture to set your mind toward emotional strength to set your mind on being steadfast, on being disciplined, on being passionate, on on persevering despite pain or adversity, on, on the fact that impossible is nothing. Every day, start your day this week with a quote, a song, a YouTube video, a scripture, something that it will help, again, a mindset, right? A patterned way of thinking. We build those mindsets by setting our mind on the right things. Right, you set your mind to be steadfast towards your goal. And anything that tries to derail you throughout the course of the day is merely a distraction. 
That's what we're talking about when we're talking about emotional strength. But again, the brain functions like a muscle. You don't walk in the gym once and think you're fit for the whole year. You got to train your brain. You got to train your mind to think this way. And this is one way that you can train your mind is to start each day with, again, quote, scripture, something to help you fix your mind on that emotional strength. And listen, so much of emotional stability, ladies and gentlemen, comes from our words and our language towards our kids, to our athletes, to our students, to our team members, to everybody around us. Emotional stability comes through our words and our language. Be really, really mindful is how you're communicating. Building emotional flexibility, emotional responsiveness, emotional strength, or is it destroying it? We got to get a grip, 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 grasp, grapple. We got to get a grasp on what we're saying to ourselves and to those around us to help build that emotional stability into how we're wired as human beings. If we want to show up and be our best and deliver our best when it's really, really hard, we got to get a handle on our language. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's Again, you've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast, and our whole hope is to bring mindset and leadership to people to help wire that thinking into how you function on a daily basis to raise your level, to raise your level, to unleash performance excellence from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sports space to the business space. And if there's any way that I can come alongside of you, whether it's keynote speaking to your team, your organization, some workshops with them, please reach out directly, amber at selkingperformance.com. I've also got an incredible group of performance coaches that do one-on-one performance coaching. They're located all over the country, so there's a probability that you get one live, but we also work via Skype and, and coordinate with your schedule to make that happen. So if you need some accountability, some training, Training, some guidance on that, hit me up again. I'll connect you with the right person. We've got a diverse team. So I, I talk with you one-on-one to figure out what you need, and then I connect you with the right person to get you aligned on that. Um, whether you're a, a student, an athlete, a business person, a leader, um, again, we've got different area of, as, areas of expertise on our team, and you can find them on our website, www.selkingperformance.com. If you just go over to our performance team and you'll see our coaches listed there, you can read more about what they all bring to the table and who you think you might be a fit with. So again, feel free to reach out, Amber, at selkingperformance.com, and then check us out on all our social media platforms, Instagram, at selkingperformance, Twitter, at Champ Mindsets, and on Facebook, at Selking Performance Group. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you. Have an awesome week. Go make some greatness. Thanks again for listening to us at Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge and encourage you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system, by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment, coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations, starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www 
www.brightviewmedical.com.